0: Welcome back, Leafs Nation, to the Believers Podcast. This is episode fourteen. I am your host, Mikey D. I would be welcoming back hockey fans, but this is going to be another Leaf-centric episode. A uh, couple games to talk about. Uh, I decided to make today's show a late one because the Leafs just played a game against Montreal. How did they do? How did they do? Well, I'm going to talk about that game in a couple of minutes. I'll, I'll recap the uh, past couple of games and then even. Um, this is going to be. I don't know how long this episode will be, but it will be a jam packed one because uh, there's also two trades to. Add, like actual trades that had happened, not me coming up with bullshit on Cap Friendly. <laughs> um. There's also uh, the Leafs and Buffalo Sabres both released their Heritage Classic jerseys. Uh, I'll go over both of those uh, and get my thoughts on them. Uh, I know a lot of Leafs Nation is uh, quite divided on the uh, the Toronto jersey, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. And uh, and then to wrap it up, just upcoming games and predictions. No. No chill chat. I've only been playing quick games lately. Um, But, yeah, to get into it. So, the Leafs played Seattle. They played in Seattle on Monday. And it was a beautiful 6-2 dominant win. um, What was it? Uh, Kerfoot scored early on. And it was a beautiful shot. Uh, Bunting with a two-goal night. Um, And, oh, man, what was the best was fucking Marner, um, had finally fucking goal of the year here. Um, he just came rushing down the ice and, like, in a just fucking passes it back to camp, who, like, just magically comes out of nowhere and rushes the net with the fucking scores. Um, man, that was a fucking fun goal to watch. Um honestly that was a that i i had no complaints like yeah uh it wasn't a shutout it's a it's a bummer when that happens but um i you know what the uh everyone that was a all hands on deck game everyone came to play uh and the Leafs still dominated um like that was a full 60 minutes of hockey right there from the from the buds uh, and even on Thursday, they played, uh, they played Pittsburgh, and this dominant team continues to be dominant, because there was a little, like going into the game against Pittsburgh, That's it's fucking Pittsburgh, um, but what was fun to see was the fucking, uh, Pittsburgh looked off, too, like, friggin', um... Yes, Pittsburgh had chances throughout the throughout the game, but they didn't look or feel like dangerous chances. Uh, it just it was that was a game that was more in the Leafs' favor because um, I, again the Leafs were just dominant uh, in their play throughout the um, throughout the game against Pittsburgh. It was awesome to see. Uh, and one thing I, I made a note of this was I thought was awesome to see. Um, This was on the broadcast. The uh, Maple Leafs power play at home is 34.4% effective. And again, at least at the time of the broadcast when it was said, it is first in the NHL. Oh, fucking how beautiful is that? Um, And uh, what was it? Riley was just fucking impressive with... What was such a beautiful goal where he he just like geeks two guys, rushes down the net and and just what a fucking wrist and the ping off the, the post. Ah uh, just it's it's fucking music to my ears. Um the fuck you can inject that into my veins for days. I'd let it happen. Um <laughs> Um So yeah, he had a power play goal and a comp Fucking scoring uh, shorthanded goals in back-to-back games. And uh, Jack Campbell with a season-high 45 saves. And the Leafs came out with a uh, 4-1 win over Pittsburgh. Like, this is dominant. See, the Leafs can win with a 4-1 lead. (laughs) Ha. And then... On Saturday, they played St. Louis, which um, next to Pittsburgh, I felt, okay, St. Louis is the next um, test, like playoff contending test for the for Buds. Um, because honestly, St. Louis, like they're they're not as, I wouldn't say to the same level as like Tampa Bay. Like Tampa Bay is like, they're the team that's just, like, favored to win the Cup a third time this year. But I'm not ruling out St. Louis because they they are a heavy team. They're a big team. Um, and fucking Ryan O'Reilly is, like, what a fucking unit, man. Um, honestly, the his goal in that game, I, I just wasn't surprised at. I'm like, yes, Ryan O'Reilly is going to score because, of course, he is... Um, honestly, I'm not disappointed that the Leafs lost six to three in that game because the Leafs actually kept up with St. Louis. It was good because they played Calgary a couple weeks ago, and it kind of looked like the Leafs got around and and Calgary bullied their way to a win. But at least here with St. Louis, Toronto, kept up with St. Louis's energy. It's just, it didn't end up like that on the score. It honestly, it should have been a closer game, maybe a one, two goal game at most, but um, the, yeah, that score just does not reflect the game at all. Um, but what was good to see out of that game though is Nylander is all, he can score goals again and it was fucking awesome to see he got two of the goals. And Dave Brody. With a uh, clapper that was that was just awesome to see Um, And then yeah um, They played Montreal tonight, and I was really looking forward to this game because Toronto and Montreal that's honestly the, the the most classic Original rivalry you can get to in hockey and the Leafs laid an egg in Montreal on like okay at the end of the first period Uh, The Leafs were down, and they looked flat for the full 20 minutes. And when it comes to that point in the game, I'm the kind of fan that's like, okay, you know what, there's still a lot of time. There's still two years. One goal can change a vibe, or even a fight can change the vibe of the game. Um, But honestly, that did not happen until, like, the final... 10 15 minutes, and it it was just a because, like, when they did turn it on, it they looked like the dominant team again. Uh, tweeted one or halfway through the second, I had tweeted something saying that this is not the same team that dominated Seattle, that dominated Pittsburgh, and despite the score of the game, kept up with St. Louis. This was not that team. It's all the fucking final 10 minutes. Um, honestly, in an 82-game season, you're not going to win them all. Um, it, if anything, it would have been nice to have gotten the win because Montreal, um, yeah, they're dead last, but honestly, they just switched their head coach to Martin St. Louis, which, okay, that's actually kind of cool to see. Um Incredible player. Uh, honestly, I do wish him the best. I hope he uh, can show that he's a great coach for the NHL. He's been coaching Pee Wee for like the past couple of years. Um, but yeah, honestly, um, I'm not worried at all because in the last 15 games, the Leafs are 10, they have 10 wins, five losses. And uh, zero overtimes. But ultimately, after tonight's fucking egg, in 49 games played, they have 32 wins, 14 losses, three overtimes for 67 points. Because of course it had to be 67. I'm going to go cry in Toronto Maple Leafs now. Um, <laughs> but they are still third in the elite Division. That's awesome to see. They're 7th overall in the entire league. They're a top 10 team. Fuck yes. And now for, well, trade talk, but actual talk. Um, so there are two trades to talk about. One actually just happened during tonight's game. Um, but the first trade to talk about uh, happened immediately after the St. Louis game, which was just hilarious timing. Because I needed to go right to sleep. And instead the Leafs are like, we're going to make it. I decided to blow up. Because of course. Um, <laughs> but the Leafs acquired forward Ryan Dezingle and defensive uh, defense Ilana Labushkin from Arizona. And Arizona, they get Nick Ritchie and either a third round pick in 2023 or a second round pick in 2025. Now, it's unf- it's just a bummer to see Nick go because there was a lot of hype when he came in. Um, it, yeah, it's a bummer, but if anything, um, so with this trade, um, the Leafs don't have to pay his contract, so there's that taken off. Uh, their cap situation which, uh, which that's a relief a relief um, <laughs> um, but the thing I want to make is a quote from uh, Kyle Dubas uh, so the question was asked um, uh, you know how did you feel about Nick Ritchie's time here uh, and how he handled himself and all that and Dubas responds with and I have the quote here When we signed him in the summer, I think everybody wished it was going to play out differently than it has. It is so interesting how it all goes. He had a lot of chances early in the year. They didn't go in. The impact of that on confidence and chemistry is massive. Michael Bunting steps up, Kerfoot finds good chemistry with John, and it just doesn't really go. That's the way she goes. Sometimes she goes, sometimes she doesn't. That quote is fucking from the Trailer Park Boys. I am I am a huge fucking Trailer Park Boys fan and the moment I read that quote, I it was a fucking pointing meme like hey, fucking Trailer Park Boys reference. Um that was um <laughs> that's- Um, but what was it? Um, yeah, with the trade, well, even Ryan Dezingle, so the Leafs got him. He's, uh, they put him on waivers and San Jose, they claimed him. So ultimately the Leafs just got Labushkin. Um, honestly, I do not know a thing about Labushkin other than he's a defense. So that's a good thing at least. Uh, if anything, since he has been traded to Toronto, there have been um, people on Twitter, they've put up little videos and GIFs of the hits that Lubushkin has done. This is where I think that will be highly liked in Toronto if if he continues to do these big physical, like, he, he will push you. Um, if he continues to that, Toronto will be loved. Oh, fuck yeah, he'll be loved here. Um, And uh, so the other trade that happened happened during tonight's game. I think it was during the first intermission. Um, This post went out, and it's like, wait, shit, did this actually happen? So the Leafs acquired goalie Carter Hutton from Arizona because all of a sudden Arizona and Toronto are just best buds now. Hey! Um, (laughs) But they got Carter Hutton... And Arizona gets future considerations, which turn out to be anything. It's it, I don't even think it ever even turns out to be picks or anything. Um, I just hear future consideration. I, I, I take it as, oh, we just got it for free 99. Nice. Um, <laughs> uh, honestly, we're still early on. Well, we're g- getting closer to the trade deadline now, and it's just... I Kyle Dubas has still got I two leave. like um it would be like okay he's got a defense in Labushkin. Um I feel would be a bit better just to get one more D. Um if, if he gets it forward, I wouldn't be surprised. I'd be curious to see who he gets, but honestly, I would be more confident in, in just one more D. Um, but honestly, I, I'm curious to see. Because the thing is, who elected Kyle Dubas to get Lubushkin? Um, because in the names that have been tied to the Leafs, there was Josh Manson, uh, Ben Sherrod, and Luke Shen. I think I think the fans hyped up Luke Shen, honestly. Um, but Lubushkin just kind of came out of the blue. Now, a, th- a thing I want to point out is... Is yes, we can um, do these hypotheticals all day long, but honestly, what hypes me up the most about this team is how secretive they can be, uh, how close to the vest Dubas keeps things. Like, honestly, um, the, the Jack Campbell trade, like, okay, the least we're looking for a backup, but it's like, Did anyone expect Jack Campbell to be or get to the position he's in today? Um, The same can be made now for Lubushkin because it's like um, he's an absolute nobody, but he, you know what? Shit, he might be the next beloved um, big tough guy in Toronto now. Yeah. I, I honestly, I'm excited to see him hit the ice. I'm excited to see him hit the ice. And uh, <laughs> now for jerseys, brand new jerseys. We get two jerseys for the uh, 2022 Heritage Classic. It will be played, I think, the day before my birthday, March. It'll be March 13th. Uh, it'll be played in Hamilton where the Buds in blue will be playing the Buffalo Savers. And honestly, despite my mixed feelings on the Leafs Jersey, this will still be a beautiful game to watch. All of the outdoor games are. Um, I'll talk about Buffalo's Jersey first and save the best for last. Um, <laughs> So with Buffalo's jersey, it's a white jersey, but similar to St. Louis's uh, Winter Classic jersey, it's kind of like this off white. Uh, it it's I like this kind of white. It has an old school feel to it. It's it's awesome. Uh, and then their color scheme of blue and yellow. Well, I mean, it's Saint, It's pretty much St. Louis, but it's it's still a color scheme that works. Um, but on the top there's a thin yellow stripe around the neck and then a thick blue stripe uh going around it that that, yeah that looks nice and then there's a shoulder patch that would probably be the uh, heritage classic patch on the right shoulder um and then going down the arms about at the halfway mark is a striping pattern of from top to bottom is yellow blue and then a white of it looks about the same. Um, white in the middle, and then on the bottom, uh, blue and yellow stripe, and that goes for both arms. And uh, so going down uh, towards the stomach of the jersey, uh, towards the bottom of the jersey, is a striping pattern of of essentially the same yellow, blue, uh, white in the middle, and then blue and yellow stripes, uh, and then the logo they have. Is it's in the circle the buffalo and the two swords it's it's really nice Uh, the buffalo there's this kind of like nice lush detail in on the buffalo itself it looks really nice that's a yeah that is a nice jersey Um, now for Toronto I I like it for its simplicity but i was really hoping for a logo of some sort so with their jersey it's a it's a blue jersey and this is a sexy fucking blue holy shit it's it's not even their regular royal blue this is more like a um like a dark navy kind of blue it is it is stunning is what it is um And then they got the shoulder patch on the left shoulder, uh, and and I guess a white stripe and a gray stripe on the bottom. Um, but all it is, is a big white T in the middle and then, uh, A-R-E on one side and then on the other N-A-S, um kind of blacked out almost a similar kind of blue to the jersey um so they went for a toronto arena style again um honestly i i like the one from before where it was the well the toronto arena is this the t logo and then r and nas on each side um but all of the stripes on the side like i thought that was a much nicer jersey um, if anything I do like this blue this is a really nice blue um, I just god damn it I I was really hoping for just something with a logo like the, the thing I love about the reverse retro the least reverse retro is it's the 67 logo I absolutely adore that logo that's one of my favorite leaf logos of all time, um, and then the, the the style that they went with to put a blue logo on a blue jersey, uh, I thought that was a lot of fun. It was something different. Um, if anything, I can see a lot of the complaints, like the gray ruins it. But it honestly, I I don't give a shit. Um, if if it were white stripes instead of gray, I think that would be a more perfect jersey. But I don't really give a shit about the gray. Like it's still, it's still a cool looking jersey. Um, but honestly, with this one, um, mixed feelings. I'll probably, I'll still um, enjoy watching it on on TV. That's a whole different experience. Like look, look at uh, Minnesota. They had the fucking worst Winter Classic jersey, but it looked nice. In action. It looked nice on the ice. Um, the simplicity of this one. I think it, it'll do good. Viewing wise. Like it'll look nice. Um, I just wish there were a fucking logo. And uh, so that's leading us to the end of the show now. So now we got upcoming games and predictions. Yes they laid an egg today. But you know what? Oh well. 82 game season. You can't win them all. Uh, They play again tomorrow. Look forward to that. Hopefully the coffee is good. Uh, They play Columbus tomorrow. If anything, I'm not sure if they're home away or away for any of these games. I just know who they're playing and the days. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so they play Columbus tomorrow. I'm going to say that's a 3-2 Leafs win. Uh, They play Minnesota on Thursday. I'm going to say that's a I want to see a high-scoring game, so I'm going to say that's a five-four Leafs win. And then they play Detroit on Saturday, and the beatdown that they gave Detroit the last time they played on a Saturday night uh, was a lot of fun to see. So I'm going to say they're going to beat them down again, six to one. Yeah, we'll see. You. The Leafs will get yelling. Hopefully, they get yelling. And uh, so before I wrap up the show, I'm going to give a quick shout-out to Mom. Been meeting you for a while. Thank you for refilling the Tim's card. Um, <laughs> hi, Mom. <laughs> uh, on that, you can follow the show on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast from. Leave a review. Leave some five stars. Hopefully five stars. Um, you can follow the show on Instagram and Twitter, at BeliefersPod. Follow my personal Twitter. I just recently changed my username. It is now at MikeyD392. Why 392? Because at MikeyD was taken and I figure, okay, what what option of numbers can I choose? 392. I was born March 92, so that works out. And my personal Instagram, at Michael Dolson. It's been fun getting back into photography, taking photos. It's, it's nice. It's nice to have hobbies. But on that, Leaf Station, until next time, be good. Do some breathing exercises. A loss does not matter in the grand scheme of things when your team is still in the top 10. And on that, don't stop believing. Peace.